together may we glorify your name knowing well that as our hearts begin to worship we'll be blessed because we came as we Spirit, we worship you today. Great and mighty Holy Spirit, we praise you today. Wonderful and mighty Holy Spirit, we praise you today. Wonderful and glorious God, we bless you, we praise you today. We give you glory, we give you the honor that is due to your holy name. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we praise you and we adore you. Adoration and power and glory and honor and excellence be unto you, Lord God our Father. Our Lord God and our Maker, we worship you. Blessings and honor and glory be unto your most holy name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, our Heavenly Father. Thank you for your greatness, for your goodness, for who you are. For who you are in us and for who you are in this world. Father, we thank you for who you are in our world. Thank you for who you are in our ministries. Thank you for who you are in our callings. Thank you for who you are in everything. We praise you, we worship you. Honor and part your name in the name of Jesus. You are great. You are great, Lord. You are great, yes, you are. Holy God. You walk upon the sea. You raise the dead. You reign in majesty. Mighty God. Everything written about you is great. You are great, yes, you are. Holy one, you walked upon the sea, you raised the dead, and you reign in majesty. Mighty God, everything written about you. Is great. You are great. You are great. You are great. You are great. Yes, you are great. You are great. You are great. Everything written about you is great. 
Lord, we say you are great, Daddy. You are great, yes, you are. And everything written about you is great. You are great in our lives. You are great in our homes. Everything written about you is great. You are great, Daddy. You are great, yes, you are. And everything written about you is great. You are great, yes, you are. Holy God, you walk upon the sea. You raise the dead, Daddy, and you reign in majesty. Holy God, everything written about you is great, Daddy. You are great. You are great, Lord. You are great. Father, you are great, Lord. You are great. Everything written about you is great. You are great, Amaker. You are great, oh Lord. Everything written about you is great. Daddy, you are great. You are great, Lord. You are great, and everything written about you is great. We confess you are great in our homes. You are great in our lives. Everything written about you is great. Thank you, Father. You are great. Great is your faithfulness. Great is your might. Great is your wonders in our lives. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we praise you. We acknowledge you. We acknowledge you. We acknowledge you, Holy Ghost. Thank you for who you are. We come in worship. We come in praise. Oh, Lord, to praise your most holy name. Lord, we say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you as family. We praise you. This morning as family, we say thank you. We worship you. The words of our mouth cannot quantify your greatness. Cannot quantify your divine powers that have been that you have wrought in our lives. Oh Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Blessed be your name. This is our year of favor. This is, a, this is our year of new thing. This is our year of glory. This is our year of power. Lord, we thank you for bringing us to this holy year. For this glorious year. Years of your, year of your wonder. Year of your wonders. Lord, we thank you. You are here. With us and we praise you. Glory and honor to your name in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, 
we worship you. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, you are welcome there. God bless you. Good morning. God bless you, sir. Good morning. Welcome to the studio. Bless the Lord for your life. Bless the Lord. How is UK weather there? You know you are enjoying it. Thank God we see you back fresh. To summer weather. Very soon. Well and hail and happy we shall meet together. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. We thank God for your life. People of God, we bless the Lord for your life also. We thank God for everything in our lives, in your life. We bless the Lord for this morning in this studio again. Hallelujah. We are glad we are here again this morning. Hallelujah. This is the Fruitful Family Foundation. And this under the banner, with the banner of Family Faith Clinic with Paul and Grace. I am Pastor Oluwa Kole Paul, and I have my sister, Hallelujah, uh, with us, with me in the studio. Uh, my sister, a Lord of God, Grace. Amen. You're welcome. Uh, today, the Lord will do us good again. The Lord will visit us again. Hallelujah. The title of our message this morning is Winning in the Might of God's Spirit. The year 2004, 2024. Winning in the Might of God's Spirit in 2024. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord. The Lord is about to do great and mighty things in our lives. But that cannot happen without his spirit power. The Lord inspired us that there's going to be another Pentecost at this season, this year. And I pray that in the name of Jesus, every one of us will come under that power and under that grace. Maybe you don't know that anything that the Lord wants to do in a new way, that the Lord, Lord wants to do anything, they will not want to act in any way in our lives. We can't do it without the breath of his mouth and the, without the breath of his nose in our lives. When God made man in the beginning, out of the dust, man was as dull, as good as nothing. But the moment the Spirit of the Lord came, came upon man, the Bible said, a man became a living soul. Now, we are going into year 2024, and with the great promises that the Lord gave to us, that His glory is upon us, the cloud of His presence is here, has gathered over our heads, and the cloud of God's glory has gathered over our head, and the Lord is going before us in pillar of fire and cloud this year we too according to the power of the lord we must not be left behind hallelujah we must experience god we must experience his glory but if you are going to experience god this year his spirit will work upon us the spirit of the lord 
will come upon us. So the Lord ministered to us that there is going to be another Pentecost. The message that we received that uh, the minister received this morning, I mean, that, that is bringing this morning is that tomorrow, that is today, is Pentecost. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you know, as prophets of God that we are, whenever the Lord speaks that kind of word to us, we know what it means. If the Lord said today, that was yesterday when we received this message. Thank God because God has kept us in his chamber where we receive fresh from him always. Hallelujah. The Lord said, tomorrow is Pentecost. Hallelujah. That was yesterday and today is that tomorrow. So there is a Pentecost here by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is going to anoint here for victory, for power, for graces, to make it this year, to win in the might of God's spirit this year. Hallelujah. Are you ready, people of God? Are you ready for the Lord? Are you abiding with us? Are you here with us? We believe that God Almighty meant you and he have you in mind specially, especially. For bringing you to be with us here this morning, yes, intercessory prayer we bless the name of the lord for your life sir omar thank god for your life you're welcome rasta you're welcome to the studio god bless you god bless you sir hallelujah we thank the lord for your life we know all of us today there's going to be a new baptism of fire of the holy ghost hallelujah there's going to be what new baptism of fire. If the Lord spoke to us that today is Pentecost, we know that God wants to baptize us and it is for winning. It is for victory. Are we ready for the word of the Lord? Today may be the part one of that message. We may continue it next week if the Lord so permit us. Hallelujah. Because uh, it's a great thing for to hear from the Lord. And when, when we hear from the Lord, we are not presumptuous where we speak it, where we deliver it. So now, so and if it is the word that the Lord has spoken to us and we have grabbed it like that, it means that we must we must be explicit about it. So I we I pray that the Holy Spirit will give us a new dimension of strength and power today. You see, one thing about us is this: it is the word that God gave to us as means of victory. We are not prophets of any kind, any other thing than the prophet of the word of God. And the moment we are speaking the word of the Lord and the word of God is coming, that is where the Lord works. We suddenly lay hand on people, even in the physical. We only release the word. And that is the message that God, that God has given to us. To reach out to people of God, to reach out to us by the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord only is what God used as vehicle or vehicle to move in the life of men. So that's what he has given to us. See, what he has given us another one this morning. Today is Pentecost. So we'll find out God wants us to win in the might of his spirit. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You're we welcome. I want, to, I want my dear to come in now and begin to deliver the message that the Lord has prepared ah, for 
she is the prophet that prophetess that the lord spoke to that today is pentecost hallelujah amen god bless you as you uh listen to the word of the lord and let us pray for her also that the lord god almighty will cause her to speak prophetically unto, unto situations of lives of men today in the name of jesus especially my brother intercessory prayer god bless you god bless you you're welcome sir Alma. hallelujah amen yes my dear over to you god bless you you're welcome Blessed be the name of the Lord for his mercies endure forever. Put your microphone closer to the mouth and let the voice be louder. Okay, sir. Yeah. Is it better this way? Yes, it will be better as you go. God bless you. Okay, blessed be the name of the Lord for his mercies endure forever. Okay, your lady. God, God bless you. God bless our sister, intercessory prayer. God bless you. You're welcome. Yeah. People of God, you're welcome to another Pentecostal season. Amen. As I like it that. happened in Acts 2. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And um, when God said, tomorrow is Pentecost, I kept on wondering. You see, since Acts 2, God has been outpouring his spirit. This is the latter rain time. And he's still outpouring for as many as thirst. The condition for receiving is thirsting. By the time you see the significance of the Holy Spirit, you, you will surely thirst. Because without him, we can do nothing. According to John 15, 5. Without the Spirit of Jesus in us, there's nothing we can do. And because we need Him so much, thank God for another season of outpouring of the Spirit as it happened in Acts 2. I'm believing God that many will be anointed today in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm believing God that the fire on our soul shall be set ablaze again. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The love, the fire of the love that we have for Jesus when we first of all believed will be rekindled again today in Jesus' name. Amen. As many as are dead in the name of Jesus Amen. shall be raised to life again in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Every Amen. religion, you see, uh, it is unfortunate that the, the 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 Jesus brought Jesus said Jesus is not come to raise new religion no or what what we call Christianity now was not what we are practicing now was not what he intended what he intended was to give us life and to give us abundantly that was Jesus intention yes. We, we came about Christianity when we saw the disciples behaving, talking, acting, dressing like Christ. They had the character of Christ. And in Antioch, they were called little Christ, which we turned to Christian, Christian, Christian. It's not as if Jesus came to institute new religion like that of Judaism, Buddhism. No, 
he came to give us a way of life whereby we'll be able to be alive, be agile, be zealous, be on fire for God. And that was why he said he came to give us life and to give it in abundance in John 10, 10. But over time, Christianity has become so organized, so organized that we lose the power of Pentecost. Hmm. It's becoming powerless because of methodology, orderliness, a, a systematic way of doing things. Yes, our God is a God of order. But the Holy Spirit should not be, should not be dictated for. The Holy Spirit should not be controlled. The Holy Spirit should not be, should not be organized for. He does his thing the way he wants it done. And we should allow him. And because Christianity is becoming too organized for the Holy Spirit, it's becoming powerless these days. It's becoming just empty theological words. Seriously boring. You agree with me? And many people are losing interest in becoming Christians. All because it's becoming powerless, it's becoming theological words boring. It's becoming dry institutional religion, simply, uh, simply of hair tree by a business. It's becoming a business so organized, so systematic, so methodological. And uh, there's nothing that can be more innovating and life sapping like we're having it today. But if we consider the kind of Christianity the apostles practice after Acts 2 experience is far more than this. And that is what God is bringing up again. And uh, however few we are that we are download this message, however few we are that we listen to this message live, we are more than enough to turn the world outside again and bring Pentecostal experience to bear. It's not about those that are saying they are charismatic. It's not about those that say they are Pentecostal. It's about the impactive, impactive life that we give to the world through the power of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that is what God is bringing in again in 2024, starting from today. The latter rain is raining again from today and onward for as many as we thirst, as many as we be ready, like the apostles in Acts 2 were ready. Let's say some things about Pentecost. You see, when we say Pentecost, before we go to Acts 2, when we say Pentecost, what exactly does it mean? Pentecost in, in, in the land of the Jews is the Feast of Weeks. Pentecost is celebrated after uh, on the fifth day after the Feast of Unleavened Bread, Unleavened Bread, which we call the Passover. Okay? You know, they, they will count seven days for a week and they will count seven weeks. That will be 49 days. After the Unleavened Bread that they refer to as Passover. That, that Passover is a remembrance of what God did for them in Egypt when they were asked to eat that Unleavened Bread and smearing their doorpost and their litten with a the blood of a, a pure lamb. The day the, he was going to kill the firstborn such that the angel of destruction will pass their firstborn over in Goshen. 
So they kept on remembering that as Passover or Feast of Unleavened Bread. So this Pentecost is celebrated 49 days after that. That is the 50th day. The 50th day after the after the Olive Bread Feast. And that is why, because they will count seven days in a week and seven weeks before the 50th day when they will celebrate, that is why they call it Feast of the Weeks. It's a, it's a large celebration and it's an holiday whereby every Jew will be on the street happy celebrating. That is Pentecost for you. And uh, one, one funny thing about this Pentecost that we must bear in mind is that it is the second offering of harvest. What do I mean? The significance of it is this. It is used to commemorate the time law was given at Sinai. The Jews believe it was the 50th day when they left Egypt. After they have eaten the first Passover, whereby their firstborn was, was spared, hmm? not being killed, they believe it was the fifth day that God appeared on Sinai to give Moses the law. So they, they use this as commemoration of the law given at Sinai to Moses, that is Pentecost. Aside the fact that it is, you know, the first fruit of Bali is waved before the law first, first day of the week, which we call Sunday, which is our Sunday today. First day of the week is our Sunday today. The first fruit they got from their belly will be waved before the Lord. That is why Jesus, and that was the day Jesus resurrected. These things are not, they are not just coincidence. It was planned from the time they were practicing the Old Testament sacrifices and offerings. That Jesus, the first fruit, will rise up on the day they used to wave the first fruit of barley to give it to the Lord as the first fruit. It is the first day of that Sunday they wave the barley. Uh, they wave it before the Lord, the first day of that week. And that was the day Jesus rose. It is not coincidental. It was planned by God because he knows the beginning from the end, the end from the beginning. Then the, 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 the harvest of barley, the second harvest of barley, they will now bring two loaves to be offered in gratitude. Hello? Hello? They will now, they will now bring two loaves to be offered in gratitude for the completed and ingathered harvest of barley. And that is what they celebrate at Pentecost. These two important events is talking about the two gifts of God to man. Jesus first as the one of the best gifts that could be given by heaven to redeem us. And the second gift is the Holy Spirit, which came at Pentecost. So having known the meaning of Pentecost, then we now go to Acts 2 to see the characteristics of some things we should see in the kind of church that God is expecting today, 
since our church are becoming dead, are becoming too organized, and the Holy Spirit is set aside because of methodology, systems, theological wars, dry is becoming dry institutional religion. God is raising the kind of church he raised in Acts 2 again. So we are going to consider Acts 2 as we read. What are the things that we find there and which God is expecting? And that we are going to pray for today to restore again the kind of church that is in the mind of God when he set the apostles ablaze at Pentecost. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, let's read Acts 2. And when the day, Acts 2 from verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them all trance. Now, before this happened, Jesus has promised the disciples in where he was going. He said he would not leave them comfortless. He will send them another father. That is his spirit that will do everything for them. We will, go, we, will, we will soon consider the works of the Holy Spirit in our lives. But he promised them that he will baptize them. That's Acts 1, 8. Acts 1, 8 says, this is Jesus speaking. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Lord Judea and in Samaria and unto the utmost part of the earth. Jesus has promised this before and now it is happening. Even before now, God had promised, even right from thousands of years before now, even before Jesus gave them the promise, our God is all-knowing, is omni-knowledge. He has his plan from Eden. He never lost sight of it. It is his mind. Uh, last, last uh, uh, on Monday, we talked about Eden being fulfilled in new heaven and new earth. The, the, what we are studying now is just the process of Eden being fulfilled, as we discussed it on Monday. God never lost sight of whatever promise he gives unto you. He never lost sight of whatever plan he has for your life and for my life. That is our God for you. Ever steadfast in love, ever steadfast in faithfulness. Glory be to his name in the highest, in Jesus' name. Amen. If we look at Joel there, if we look at Joel, forgive me, I'm not finding it fast. If we look at Joel, Joel chapter 2, from verse seven, Joel. And Peter, Peter referred to it when he was speaking, even in that Acts two, he referred to it. Where where we're going to read? Joel I read. Two, please forgive me. I'm re- okay, sir. Okay, sir. Verse twenty-eight. 
Read from 27, sir. Okay. And ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. And it shall come to pass afterward, that's 28, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And all your sons and your daughters, daughter, daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. 29. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. And I will show wonders, 30. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and, and fire and pillar of smoke. Amen. Can I read on? Thank you. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. That is to say, even before Jesus gave the promise in Acts 1.8, God had told, through Prophet Joel, God had said it, mm. that in the last day, Mm. And thank God we are in the last of last of last of last days. Mm -hmm. Better Pentecost day is here. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm. The Pentecost, we'll see the work of Pentecost and everybody will pass for it and yoke shall be broken. Mm. There shall be freedom from prison. There shall be, there shall be liberation. Broken hearts shall be bound. In fact, a, a, a lot of things will happen today Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because this is the day, this is another Pentecost day. Hmm. You see, like aside Acts 2, when the apostles received, in 1906, there was a wave of Pentecost, whereby spirits were poured mightily by those that were thirsty, asking, asking God for. Today, we are going to thirst. And God Amen. is going to appoint again Amen. to break yokes, to fulfill that which Jesus said in, in Isaiah 61. So be, 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 be honestly expecting that whatever your problems have been, whatever your trouble have been, the Spirit of the Lord shall be outpoured today again. Amen. And... Um, we shall start to pray the good tidings of the make. Not only that, we shall God will use the spirit in us to bind the broken hearted. And if you're broken hearted, you shall be bound. You shall pro, we shall be used to proclaim liberty to the captives. And if you have been a, a, a captive, you'll be liberated today in Jesus' name. And we shall be used to to to, to open the prison to them that are bound. And uh, if you have been bound in prison, spiritual, in any other way, in the name of Jesus, your prison door shall be opened today in Jesus' name. And the acceptable year of the Lord is proclaimed as we are speaking now, because it shall be Pentecost. And the day of grandeur of the Lord shall, uh, 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 shall be proclaimed to you. And as many as there will be money, you shall be comforted today in Jesus' name. And... Um, God, will, God, through the authority today, is going to give beauty for your ashes. However terrible your situation has been, you have lost hope. You have lost everything. God, by the authority of the Spirit today, I want you to be to be to be salivating. 
I want you to be honestly expecting. That's why I'm saying this. Because everything Jesus came for and handed over to us by the Spirit in us and by, the, by more of the Spirit that will be poured today into your life, into my life, into the life of the church and the, and the world. In fact, we shall, money shall be turned to joy today Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. And uh, your, your ashes will turn to beauty. Amen. God is going to build, give beauty for your ashes and he's going to give oil of joy for money Amen. and garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. We are, we are from today because the Holy Spirit will be outpoured because we are thirsting, it shall be outpoured upon us to do all these things and more. We shall be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, so that God will be glorified in Jesus' name. So, as we are expecting, we want to diagnose some things in Acts 2. The kind, you see, in Acts 2, there's, there's a portrait that is expected of those that want to receive the Holy Spirit. But be, let, me, let me tell you more of the work of the Holy Spirit so that you can taste more of Him. Let's quickly go to, before we diagnose the position our heart should be, the kind of posture we should put on if you want to receive. Let's quickly look at this Pentecost. What is it about? You shall be endued with power, not only to preach the gospel everywhere, signs and wonders following, even your doors, your prison doors will be opened. If you have been captivated, you'll be freed. If you have been heavy, you'll be light. And joy will replace your lightness and your heaviness. And all those things said will happen to you. In fact, it's something you should task for. Aside that, the works of the Holy Spirit is also recorded in John. Let's quickly go to John. When Jesus was talking about the works of the Holy Spirit, I want you to be highly expectant. Even as we finish the message, it can come upon you. Yes, I believe it. I believe it. Amen. Because if God says do something and you do it, he doesn't just call his people, his people in vain. He wants to bless them tremendously and you shall surely be blessed today in the name of Jesus. Because when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will never be the same again. You are not doing things by your power again. You are doing things effortlessly and you will be harvesting fruits you will be progressing unstoppably. You will be lifted beyond major, measure. And things will start to fall into places for you. Amen. So it Amen. is the power to task for. So by the time you know more of his works, aside the one we, we, we said into your ears from, uh, from Isaiah 61, 1 to 3, you should be thirsty. And when you're thirsty before the message finishes, you are baptized. And by the time your bomb starts, you, you go, you are in another realm, operating in another realm, being blessed tremendously. So let's look at what Jesus said the Holy Spirit would do in your life, in my life, if we are baptized of him. Please, you might have been baptized before. As you preach, as you do things for God, the oil goes down. There's need for re-anointing. So it's not only those that were not that have not been baptized you are talking to. We're also talking to servants of God that thought they were spirit-filled. What level are you filled? If you read Ezekiel 40, Ezekiel 47, some anointing is to the ankle level, whereby you walk about preaching the gospel. Some anointing is to the new level. They are intercessory ministers that intercede for themselves and to others. That is another level, higher level. 
there is another level that will take you to the side. You want to help others. You want to carry them by the side. You want to carry them. You want to uh, share their body. That's higher level of anointing. And there is anointing to the chest. You, you like you become a priest, always interceding, always interceding, not just for your, your your people, for all, for all, as many as the Lord wants to be saved. They want to that is higher level. But there's an anointing according to Ezekiel 47 that is overflowing, such that you are no more sin. It is God that's been sin. At that level, you become you become a mobile tent for God. Amen. You will not be sin again. It is the it is the spirit of the sin. The level of of feeling. Amen. 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 Congregation, I say you should desire higher level of anointing. Even if you're a minister of God, filled with the Holy Spirit, you think you're overflowing. There is still another level. So I, I task for more. Task for more. You can do the work of Jesus according to John 14:12. And you can do more than him. He allows it. If you should do more than Jesus, is that the level of anointing you need? Desire for more, task for more. So this message is for everybody, not just for those that are receiving the Holy Spirit afresh, but those that think they are filled. There's still higher levels of anointing, whereby you operate like God or are. The Lord will take us there in Jesus' name. Amen. So, you know, like I was saying, John Finney wanted to minister in a congregation. He, he doesn't want he doesn't want too much announcement, too much clapping, too much uh, you see these things that people used to do when they see servants of God. He wanted to evade that, so he decided to pass through the kitchen area to enter into the congregation unnoticed. But merely passing the kitchen area, everybody walking in the kitchen fell under the anointing. The the the, the sick among them received the healing. Those that were lame among them received the the, the healing. Troubles in their life vanished without speaking, without preaching. That is a level of anointing. Are you there? Yeah. Hello. So don't be, don't be, don't be complacent. Don't be, don't be, don't, don't be satisfied with the level of anointing you are. However mighty the servant of God you are, this message is also for you. Desire the level of anointing whereby merely seeing your image, people will cry out and say, what have I got to do with you? Depart from me, I'm a sinner. Just like Peter was doing when Jesus was, was, was about to use his boat. He cried. There are some people in the old that people will cry out and say, merely sing them. They have not even talked. Depart from me. I'm, you are too holier than me. I don't what shall I do to be saved? They will be crying like that without preaching. So that is another level. God will take us there. You but if the condition is that you must start to this be thirsty. You must, you must be thirsty of the spirit, and that is why we want. We first of all, we are first of all saying, uh, 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 highlighting or, or, uh, uh, dishing out the importance, the mighty thing you can do through the Holy Spirit. You have heard what we have said, and I, I, as I said to one, here another one. The reason why the, the reason behind this, before we even go into the sermon, is that you start to thirst. As you're sitting down, you can receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. That will change you into another thing. Remember when Saul was looking for the for the for the donkey of his father? When he got among the, the prophets, 
and the spirit of the prophet came upon me, started prophesying. Because God gave him another hand, he turned to another man. So you can turn to another man as you thirst, because you know the importance and you decide. It, it, as it happened in the house of Polinius in Acts 10, as Peter was preaching, because they were they, their minds were ready. They got some of them got saved on Instata. They got sanctified. Hmm? The nature of sin got removed, and without anybody laying hand upon them, they were baptized in the Holy Spirit. The same thing can happen to you, but they must have been thirsty. It's it is when you thirst that you'll be able to drink more water. When there's no thirst, you just sip the water and leave it. But when you are thirsty, you drink a whole cup and get for more cups, more cups, more cups. That is when you'll be baptized to the fullest and to the overflowing. So there's need for thirst. So as we read the importance of the Holy Spirit, may the Holy Spirit bring the thirst in us now. Amen. Strong thirst Amen. so that we'll be abundantly baptized in Holy Ghost and fire in the name of Jesus. We want to consider John, Gospel according to John, chapter 14 from 16 to 18 considering what Jesus said the Holy Spirit is about so that you know how big, how important he is. And I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Okay? He's a comforter. Whatever situation you are, when one is not comforted, one, one becomes hopeless. And when you're hopeless, your faith is gone. Hopeless people consider suicide, consider harming themselves, go into depression, have hypertension, eventually invite death. So for Holy Spirit to be in you and be comforting you, you are blessed. It's a, it's a great thing to have a comforter in you. And this Holy Spirit we're talking about is the top person in Trinity. The power that makes God go. The power that was brooding over water in the beginning of beginnings which God used to create through the world. That is, the, the, this is the Holy Spirit that created with the word Jesus. Everything you see on earth. Imagine him being in you. you. You are a creator. It is the power of God that activates the likeness of God in you to become God. Right? So you need him. So he will be a comforter. Then 17. Even the spirit of truth is the spirit of truth that will help you to speak the truth in whatever condition, so that you'll be able to partake, you'll be able to partake of the first resurrection for the just and for the truthful. And blessed are those that have the first, that have partake, that partake in the first resurrection. So it's the spirit of truth that will speak the truth all the time in you, whom the world cannot receive, because he seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him. When he comes in you, and those that have got a, a bit of him before knows that they know that they have him. So those for first timers, when you have him, you will know. For ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. For God to be in you, you are turned to another person. Because the Holy Spirit is God in, in himself. He's God. He's the power that does all things in God. The power that caused Jesus to be successful. For him to be in you, you are successful. You are a conqueror. You, are, you will never be overwhelmed. You are ever a victor. Desire him. Ask for him. 
18, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. It is Jesus in another dimension coming into you, okay? That is the Holy Spirit for you. Then when we go to, when we go to uh, John 15, 5, that place says, I'm the vine, ye are the branches, he that abideth in me, I in him. Holy Spirit is Jesus abiding in you. The same bring, bringeth forth much fruit, effortless you win souls for God, effortless in any area of your life that you desire fruitfulness, you'll be fruitful. That is the Holy Spirit for you. It is worth testing for. It is worth desiring. Uh, you bring more fruit, for without me, you can do nothing. Without Jesus living in you as the Holy Spirit, you cannot do anything. You will not be successful in anything. You will not be fruitful in any way. You will be stagnant. You may even be retrogressing or ignoring on a spot, ever moving around. But with the Holy Spirit in you, you will be fruitful abundantly. In fact, you will now live and have life in abundance as Jesus proposed it. Then let's quickly go to John 16 from verse 5. Give your heart to all these things. The promise is for you and your children, as Peter said it in Acts 2, 19. The promise is for you and your children. All these magnificent, wonderful things that will be done by the Holy Spirit will not be done in you when you are baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. And the condition is for you to be, be saved, allow God to remove the Adamic nature in you, and then when your heart is pure, the Holy Spirit is ready to come in. And the three can happen as you hear this. The preparedness of your heart will make it possible quickly. For all things are possible with God. So, John 16, 5. But now I go my way to him that sent me, and none of you accept me, whither thou goest. 6. But because I have said, I have said these things. Okay, let me continue. But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow has filled your heart. 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I got not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. One of the reasons why it is better Jesus go away, the Holy Spirit comes, is that Jesus in the body was limited. But the Holy Spirit is never limited. When you get the Holy Spirit in you, you are unlimited. Nothing can stop you. Nothing can stand in, in, in your way because you are carrying God inside you. Your flesh is no more your flesh. Your spirit is no more yours. It, everything is God's. And the likeness of God is activated in you to do like God, to speak like God, to create like God. So it is worth having the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. That's why Jesus said it is better that he goes while the Holy Spirit comes to dwell in us. Thank God you'll be thirsty today to have more of him if I've got him before. Amen. And you'll be thirsty to have him afresh. Amen. So that you, you are given another heart to act like God, create like God, talk like God, give authority like God, and see things happen as it used to happen whenever God talks. So shall it be unto you, unto me, in Jesus' name. Eight, and when he is come, he will reprove the word of sin. Are you with me? These are the works of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And he will reprove the word of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they believe not on me. 
of righteousness because I go to my father and ye see me no more. 11. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. 12. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. 13. Albeit when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. He is our guide. We don't know the way to our heavenly abode. We don't know the way to our heavenly canal. We don't even know the way to our inheritance here below. It is the Holy Spirit that will guide us into it so that we don't just try our error, miss it here and there until all the time is spent and we die without fulfilling our purpose. So the Holy Spirit in us as a guide, we direct our paths. We direct what to do here to enter into our inheritance, to possess our possession and, and show forth the glory that God created with us. Then eventually, he will lead and guide us into the heavenly abode to live with our King forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So, he Amen. will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. I will show you things to come. You see, the Holy Spirit is behind deep revelations. The Bible says in, I think it's um, Psalm... I can't remember now. Is it okay? I'll remember later. Is it 25:14 that the secret of the Lord is with those that that, that fear Him? Yeah. I will cause them to yeah. know His covenant. The revelation, the deep revelation, and the secret of God is being done by the Holy Spirit in you. Yeah. For He is the one that knows the mind of God, according to First Corinthians 2. He knows the mind of God. He knows everything God ought to know. And therefore, you will reveal them unto you. Then you become God. That's verse 14. You are no more That's living 14. in darkness. That's verse 14, 25, 14. Yeah. 25, 14, yes. yes. Thank you. Yeah. You see, uh, you will be like God. Nothing is hidden unto you. In fact, you are no more a servant. You, you are a friend of God like Abraham. You know, God said, how can I, how can I destroy Sodom and Gomorrah without telling my friend? So you become a friend to, of God, to know the mind of God through the help of the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. Nothing will be hidden unto you. You will no more walk in darkness and God will not speak to you in dark speeches. He speaks straight face to face like that of Moses. Because you will hear the Holy Spirit as... At times you will hear his voice still. At times you will hear inner witness. At times he will give you dreams, powerful dreams to reveal deep things and deep mighty secrets. So, with the Holy Spirit in you, you know like God. You're wise like God. You understand like God. So, I believe you're already salivating. I believe you're already honestly expecting. I believe you're already honestly thirsting to have him in you. Baptized. Not just in feeling, but baptized to the overflowing. And one thing that trees me, and that I'll be desiring of the Lord that I'll be able to do the work of Jesus and do more than him. Not only will I be able to perform signs and wonder, raise the dead and all the likes, hearts will turn to God. Because in the time of Jesus, I believe one of the ways I'll do more than Jesus is that many people were looking for miracles in the time of Jesus. They were looking for signs and wonders only. Many of their hearts were not turned to God. But I will do all these things by God's grace when I have the Holy Spirit and you too. You will do all these things and their hearts will turn to God. 
not just seeking miracles as of the time of Jesus. So by the grace of God, if God allowed us according to John 14, 12 to do the work of Jesus and do more than him, why are you not the only person that will help you do that is the Holy Spirit. So and I, it's one thing you should be thirsting for. Then another thing he will do is that he will glorify Jesus for he shall receive of him his and she him unto all people. All things that the Father had heart and mind, therefore said I that he shall take of mine and shall she unto you. You see, these are the things the Holy Spirit will do and more because when you have him, there are dimensions you go that cannot be fathomed. There are dimensions you reach that cannot be think of, thought of. There are dimensions of things you do that you know it is this, it is God doing them. You speak and things come to pass. You see and it come to pass. You, you dream dreams and they come to pass. It is the Holy Spirit in you. This Holy Spirit is a person. He's the God in charge now. He's the Lord of Harvest. He's the, he's the revivalist. That we always quicken you, give you the zeal needed, spread the love of God abroad your life so that your, your light will never drain and your zeal will never go down. So it is the Holy Spirit that will always quicken you and make you alive all the time to your responsibility until you fulfill your destiny and meet God where discharged and acquitted on the reckoning day as someone who had died empty. The person that will help you fulfill your destiny and possess your possession, enter into inheritance, display the glory you are destined to display is the Holy Spirit. With these few with, with this few pointings to what the Holy Spirit could do in your life, because it will do more. We cannot enumerate all. We cannot uh, retreat all. By the time you have him, you know it's worth having him. No wonder, uh, aside Jesus, the best jewel in heaven, uh, Jesus said something that used to touch me. You know, he was talking to the people. He said, if a son asks, that is, I'm, look, I'm reading Luke 11, 11. If a son shall ask bread of any of you, that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he ask, shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? 13. This is where I'm going. If ye there be evil, know how to give good gifts, good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? If we're talking of one of the best gifts in heaven, it is the Holy Spirit. The first is Jesus, the first fruit. The second is the Holy Spirit, Pentecost. The second, the second thing that they used to celebrate in Israel. So if Holy Spirit and Jesus are the best gift in heaven, and God said day today, if you open your heart and thirst for him, you will get him. Then be ready to get the best of the, of the heavens. I, a wise person will thirst for the best. Jesus has been given. Have you received him as one of the best that God can give to man to redeem you from everlasting lake of fire, which your sin is pushing you to? If you have not received him, now is the time to receive the best gift. Every wise person will look for the best uh, precious stones on earth because they are the ones that make people most rich. Do you understand? 
they look for gold, they look for diamond, they can go to any land, into the sea, anywhere. They go under the earth to seek for these precious stones. Just because they know a, 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 a little of them will turn them a wealthy person to live a comfortable life. How much more the best gifts of heaven, Jesus and the Holy Spirit. You are one of the wisest if you will seek for them more than the precious stones that people go underneath the earth at the risk of their life into the sea, at the risk of their life to seek for because they want to be worthy here on earth. The wealth and everything created with the wealth, they will live here. They'll be born by fire. How much more this Jesus, the best of the heavens, and the Holy Spirit that will make you reign with God and live with Him forever. You are one of the wisest to seek for them more than they are seeking for the precious stones. Jesus, I begin with you receiving Him as your personal Lord and Savior, by acknowledging yourself as sinner, confessing, forsaking, calling Him into your heart, giving your heart to Him, and living after His precepts, the best gift. The wisest people seek for Jesus and they see him. You'll be one of them now in Jesus' name. And the right. second gift is what we're talking about. The Holy Spirit. Seek for him like never before. Ask for him like never before. See what Jesus said in John 7. We are, we are, going, we are coming to declare upon your life by the Holy Spirit. Because we have him without measure, we believe. Paul and grace, by the grace of God, we are being anointed by the God to declare by the Holy Spirit upon you to break yokes and to set you free. But you too must start and have it. You too, as Paul and Grace and other servants are blessings unto the world, you too can be blessings. It is for you to have, not for, for a few people, not for the Pentecostal or the charismatic movement, but for you too, the creature of God in the likeness of God. You, have, you need to start and have it. Well, let's look at gospel according to St. John, chapter 7, 37. In the last day, that great day of the feast. Today is another Pentecostal feast. Yes. You will fast. Amen. You will have it. Amen. It used to be a large party in Israel that everybody will set aside everything. They will not want to be distracted in any way. The same thing, you will set aside everything you're doing by the time you're you download this message and you're listening and you that are, are alive with us in the studio let your night, heart not stray let your attention be fully focused let your heart be fully prepared you can be fully baptized with fire and holy ghost now and when he comes he comes with the spirit of wisdom knowledge understanding the spirit of mind the spirit of cancer and fear of Amen. Just as Jesus had it in Isaiah 11 too, there, that he became wonder to the world. You should, you should desire to be a wonder to the world, to your Amen. generation. Amen. And as you thirst, you have Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, John, Gospel according to John 7, 37. In the last day, that great day of the feast, like we're having today, we're eating at the table of God now. is a feast of Pentecost. Yeah. Jesus stood and cried, saying, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. That's it. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of water. And uh, but this spake he, that is 39, 
But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him shall receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet uh, glorified. You see, river of water shall be flowing out of your belly. If you consider what I quoted in Isaiah, I mean, Ezekiel 47, well, I may not be able to go there now. That river hmm, that I said could reach the ankle, reach the knee, reach the belly, reach the side, overflow, such that could not be, could not be uh, uh, swirled through. That river, when it flows, whatever it touches, whosoever it touches, that person is healed. You can be a blessing to your generation by testing that the river of life flow out of you to bless people. When you see people joyous, that is then you have the true joy that nobody can take from you. So it is worth desiring, it is worth testing for to have this water that Jesus wants to give unto you. The water will form a well of salvation in you. From it you forever draw. Whenever you, whenever you pray by the Holy Spirit, he, he touches the mind of God to pray the right way, according to Romans 20, Romans 8, 20, 26 there. He's the one that knows how to pray. When you have the Holy Spirit in full and to the overflowing, he will be able to, you'll be able to pray and write and touch the mind of God to get quickly what you want to get. And by, by the time you have the Holy Spirit and you, God gives you the gift of the tongue to speak in tongue. Oh, you can never, you can never imagine how, how much blessedness you will be to people and to yourself Amen. and to your generation. So desire that this water of life flow through your belly to heal all and to heal your generation. And you cannot imagine the gift and the reward you get in heaven. So please, Jesus is calling you in Revelation 22 verse 17 to come and drink. It is the living water that he gives to those that get saved. When you're saved, when you receive Jesus, you have his spirit, especially when you ask for it and thirst for it. And when you have his spirit, you have the living water flowing to bless people and to bless your generation, to bless your family. You become a source of blessing. Jesus is calling in Revelation 22, 17, whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. The Samaritan woman in John 4, took it, she was not the same. She turned an evangelist overnight, gathering souls into the barn of Christ. That is the best harvest for God. You can see how tremendously God will use you by the time you have the Holy Spirit. So, I believe you're thirsting already. Yeah. Now let's quickly go back to what kind of ritual if you want to receive. Uh, we have talked much about uh, we have talked much about fasting, fasting, fasting. Now let's leave that place and go to, let's consider the picture of those that received, that received on the day of Pentecost, okay? They were in one, let's read it again. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. You see, the Christian community cannot be overemphasized when you desire fullness of the Holy Spirit. You know, fellowship with other brethren is important, but don't worry. 
If you are alone, you can get him in full too. It, ma- it, 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 it depends on how prepared your heart is. It depends on how you have allowed the word and the blood to sanctify you. Filled with the word. Med- your, 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 the word of God is dwelling richly in you. And you always meditate on the word. By and by, the truth will sanctify you. John 17, 17. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. So the word of God that you that you that you imbibe in reading, in meditation, sanctifies you and gets you ready to be baptized. Okay? Then don't forget that you desire it, considering the importance and the significance of the Holy Spirit. This these people here, they, they value the fellowship of believers. Aside that, they were in one accord. You have to be of one mind in the congregation. And you as a person, don't have anything against anybody. Okay? Be at peace with all. This is the posture of those that want to receive the fullest of the Holy Spirit. Okay? You see, in this place, the, the brethren, 120 of them that wholeheartedly follow Jesus, they join together constantly in prayer, according to Acts 1.14. You are a prayerful person. Either you are alone or you are in fellowship. Don't forget, even when you are in thousands, when you are among the thousands of brethren, God deals with you individually. Okay? Looking at your heart. How prepared your heart is. How thirsty you are with the word. And to the, uh, how thirsty you are for by receiving the Holy Spirit, how thirsty you are to drink the word often and often. All these things will prepare your heart to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and you must be prayerful. You know, these people we are considering now, one of the pictures we know about them is that they are prayerful, Acts 1.14. And they, 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 they value the Christian community. They are always together, fellowshipping together, eh? according to Acts 2.1. Then another thing we see in them is that they, they, they were open to receive. They were not distracted in one accord. One did not say, I'm going to fish. Another said, I'm going to eat. Another said, I'm going to look at something. I'm going to visit somebody. They were in one place exposed honestly expecting you must honestly expect okay thirsty and with open mind and some scholar believe that even as we we're gathered they were not even knowing the time jesus will pour the spirit they were just there expecting with one mind with open mind fully ready are you ready this is some this is one of the best or uh, Hello? Your voice is lost. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Be in the spirit. All right. Be in the spirit of prayer. Yeah. Be in the spirit of prayer. Be thirsty. Don't be distracted. Set all other things aside. If you're looking for gold, will you be distracted? If you're looking for diamond or any precious stone that knows, you know the meaning of that uh, precious stone you're looking at. A, a little piece will turn you wealthy and leave, make you live, live, live in affluent 
make you live comfortable. Will you be distracted? You'll be focused on the area they, they tell you the, the goal is. The same way, be in the spirit of prayer like this one's here in the book of Acts. Let your heart be ready. Let God catch your attention without being distracted at all. All their attention was on the promise and they were ready to receive it. That is the condition. That is the picture. The Lord will help you in Jesus' name. And they were given serious attention to the scriptures as Peter was expounding the Old Testament teaching to them. Are you giving your attention to the word of God? Are you, are you, are you, are you, do you love to read and to meditate in it? And don't forget, they were waiting expectantly for God to act throughout the days. They were not even, they were not aware of the day Jesus will pour the Spirit, but they were they were expecting earnestly. So these are the portions without any kind of distraction. The Lord will help us to wear this posture so that our own baptism of fire and Holy Spirit will be here on time in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, having seen this, because they were expectant, they were thirsty in the spirit of prayer, they were not distracted, giving God full attention, giving heed to the word of God, expecting the miracle, hanging on the promise that Jesus gave. Suddenly, verse 2, there came a sound from heaven. Suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. We shall receive sound in the name of Jesus. We shall receive, yes, we shall I receive love our that own prophecy. sound in the name yes, of Jesus. Yes, amen, amen, amen. In the name of Jesus, shall receive the sound of, from heaven, the sound of, of, amen. The, of the voice and the power of, the, of God amen. from heaven. Amen. We come upon everyone of us in Jesus' amen. name. As amen. the fire rested on the head of every one of the disciples in those days, so shall it be. There is Amen. fire for every head here in the name Amen. of Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. yes there is yes, fire for every head here in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes. There Amen. is fire for every head here in Jesus' name. Fire of the Holy Ghost for every head here in Jesus' Amen. name. When Amen. the Lord wants to rod new thing, He brings fire. He pours yes. fire. He ignites yes. with fire. I pray yes. the Lord will ignite us with his fire in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 You know, when we th Amen. this one thing is about the Holy Spirit. In Hebrew, R-U-A-C-H, Ruach, is what they call wind or spirit. And you know, without, is this not teaching? Uh, during creation, wind. Ezekiel 37, for the bones to come alive, wind. When Jesus was talking to Nicodemus, he likened the spirit, he did the work of the of salvation to the work of the Holy Spirit, wind, upper room wind. So, whenever the wind is around, hmm, new things happen. It yeah. brings new beginning. It brings about new thoughts, new energy, new vitality, cr new creativity. Like God, you'll be able to create new emotion. And uh, it brings things dead alive. Okay? So, because today God has promised Pentecost, God is going to fill us with the Holy Spirit again to the overflowing. Amen. He will bring life to all the people hearing and those that will download. In the all book that of are Genesis, in the air. Amen. In the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 2, there. Hallelujah. Yeah. The Spirit of the Lord yeah. confirmed what you are saying there. 
that mm -hmm. when the Lord is about to, to make change, he mm. does it not without his spirit. Hallelujah. Yes. In verse one, yes. in verse two, the Bible says, and the earth was without form and void, mm. and darkness mm. was upon the face of the deep. Said, and mm. the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Mm. Hallelujah. By the Hallelujah. Spirit of God, the Lord, you see, when the Lord speaks, the vehicle that the Word of God writes to, to effect change is the Spirit of the Lord. And when the Spirit of yes. the Lord is there, the Spirit was in existence before the Word was spoken. The Spirit of the Lord that filled yes. the whole atmosphere, the whole yes. places where was no home where there was voidness and where there is hopelessness where there was darkness and every situation that is chaotic that was chaotic mm. but the holy spirit yes. the bible says, and the spirit of the lord moved upon the face mm. of the waters the waters at that mm. situation at, at that time is standing for the problem that must not be that mm -hmm. must be that must be it must be solved because yes. water filling the whole world was affected was it happened because of the anger of the lord against the inhabitant of the world of, of those days hallelujah mm -hmm. and this water and darkness that the lord covered the whole earth with then was not divine intention of god was not god's god's intention but God have in the mind that there must be a change. In your life, there will be a change in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord will effect a change in your life in the name of Jesus. Because Amen. His Spirit is here. As the word of the yes. Lord is coming and the word of the Lord is going, like we told you when we begin that, the vehicle where, we, where the Lord wrought miracles in our ministry here is the vehicle of the word. We just Amen. speak it as we know how to speak. And the Holy Spirit will walk. Now, Amen. he said, and the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of, this, of, of the waters. I see the mm. Spirit of the Lord moving upon your problem, upon every matter. Amen. Amen. Move upon the face of the, pro of the water. It means that the Holy Spirit is upon the problem. Is only, yes. The Holy Spirit is upon the, is upon the problem and the, and the Spirit is around in order to effect the change. And, the, yes. and God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. Everything yes. that was that followed it, the word of God that God did, that what that God spoke at that time, it is it was the Holy Spirit that propelled it into action, that projected yes. them into, into action. So yes. God and His Spirit worked together at, at this changing mat, uh, at, the, at the at the reconstruction of the whole world at that time. Yes, which was yes. meant for you and I, and we are in it here right now. If the yes. Lord so did it from the beginning by His Spirit and by the spoken word of His, Hallelujah! Hallelujah. He, he, that is how the that is the foundation of how the world was made. There is mm. then nothing that could be done without the word of God and the, without His Spirit. But His yes. Spirit is there to make a change and to move into action. The moment God spoke, and God spoke, and actions begin, and changes began. Hallelujah. There is going to be changes in our lives in the name of Jesus.
Amen. The glory of the Lord is here. The power of the Lord is here. Whatever you are hearing now as the word of the Lord is making a change in your life. The glory Great of the making, making new things in your life in the name of Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Because the spirit Amen. of the Lord is here in the word that we are speaking, that you are hearing. Yes. The breath of the Almighty God is in his word. There is nothing uh, that, 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 that can happen without that two forces and two graces. And this was how the Lord created the world. Huh? He created the world by the Spirit, by His Spirit, and by His Word. And by His Word. In Psalms 33 verse 6, the Bible says something there. I'm coming. Hallelujah. I will just move to speak here so that we all of us will be ready. As she spoke, she's speaking the word. I believe that God is already is gathering the atmosphere of his power around all the eras. Around and around all the speakers. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Psalm 30 verse 6 says, He said, By the word of the Lord were the heavens made. And by the word, listen, listen, by the word was the of the Lord was the heaven made. And all the hosts of them by the breath of his mouth meaning his spirit yes. so the spirit yes. of the lord and the word of the lord is here this morning and you are hearing it for those from those of us that are called and anointed to deliver the same hallelujah you know when the lord sent his sent sent his servant is it is the representation of god himself and god will act because of his word the Bible says, why can they speak if they, when they are not sent? Yes, we are sent, so we are speaking. And we believe, so we are speaking as well. That this morning, the, uh, the, the Pentecost, another day of Pentecost will happen in the life of, of people here. God will touch life. God will deliver people in the name of Jesus. You see, there is nothing God can do without his spirit and, with, and without, without his word. Isaiah 61, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ said there, he said the spirit of me, that is the prophecy about Jesus Christ. That was the prophecy, meaning that whatever Christ did and end all, and end us salvation and victory today was by the spirit of the Lord upon him. He said the spirit mm-hmm. of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He had sent me to bind up the broken earth. By what? By the Spirit of the Lord. By the power of the Lord. Without the Spirit, Jesus did nothing. He said, the Spirit of the Lord is of Lord God upon me. It's upon you here right now. And upon anyone that is thirsty according to what you have been hearing. Are you thirsty to receive the power and the grace of the Lord? The time for that is about to be. You see? There is the, uh, God Himself know what is happening in your life and sees everything that is happening in your life. The situation, eh, you see, the time that God was create, creating the world, it was hopeless situation. It was hopeless situation. Darkness. The Bible said all things were vo- void, noil and void, empty, nothing except darkness and the water that fill everywhere. So. If the Lord created the word and recreated the word by only that instrument of his word and his spirit power, then this is the same thing that God is doing. There is no hope, there is nothing in your life that, that uh, defies hope. 
when God's word is received and when the breath of the Lord comes upon you. There is nothing in your life that can divide hope in the face of the power and the might of the Holy Ghost. And I know God is doing something in your life at this time. In the name of Jesus. You see, the Bible said according to what Christ, what Jesus Christ, uh, what is written about Jesus Christ here in Isaiah 60, Isaiah 61, he said, because the Lord had anointed me to do what? To preach good tidings unto the meek. If you, are, if you are somebody that is meekly receiving the word of the Lord at this time, hallelujah, he's coming to you as your good tidings. Good tidings that you need throughout this year and throughout your life. He has sent me to bind up the broken hearted. The Holy Ghost upon us will bind every broken hearted today. The mm. grace of the Lord will do it. He will proclaim liberty to the captives. The, by the Spirit of the Lord, we are, we are proclaiming the same here right now. Amen. That every captive shall be, shall be what? Shall, 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 shall be delivered in the name of Jesus. Amen. Liberty shall come upon every captive in Jesus' name. Amen. Is there anywhere you are captive? Is there anywhere you are taken? Fear has gripped you. Even there is uncertainty this year and you have been thinking that how will I make it to the end of this year? How will I survive this year? The Lord himself is giving you the hope here right now. And he said he's opening the prison I mean, of, for, for those that are bound. Hallelujah. Amen. He said to, to we proclaim by the spirit by his spirit to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. Amen. These are the things that will happen this year. Amen. Upon your life by the spirit of the Lord. Are you ready for it? That is what the message you are hearing right now. We can continue like that to say all this that God has put in our hearts because. When the, Lord, when the Holy Spirit is working in us and through us, he will look at nothing than the art, the preparation of hearts, the desire of the art, according to what my dear is saying. Is your heart prepared? Are you testing for the word of God? Because the strength of God for this year to carry you through and to carry us through together is the strength and might of the Holy Ghost that the Holy Spirit himself is here and paying attention to in order to baptize anyone that is ready that is at task he was asking she's asking the question are you obeying the word of the Lord the Bible said that at Pentecost what did they do they pay attention and they stay focused on the desire that they want Bible said, Jesus have told them never to leave Jerusalem until they endure with fire and with, with, with power from on high. And they were endured. You are not going to this year without this power of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Amen. We forbid it for you that you go throughout this year without the might of the Lord in your heart and in your life. Mm -hmm. The Lord wants to clothe somebody with his power here. The yes. Lord wants to endure a new, a new people of God with his might and with his power to stay yeah. true because this year there, are, there may be any challenge whatsoever but our time our times are in the hand of the Lord amen he will deliver us 
by his hand, even from his from our, from all our enemies. Hallelujah. But everything that God will do, he will do it because his spirit is working and is allowed to work in the life of every one of us. You see, the atmosphere with which the Holy Ghost works is the atmosphere of readiness, surrenderness, and repentance. Let me say repentance, repentance, readiness, and surrenderness. Hallelujah. Repentance in that order. Repentance, readiness, and surrenderness. When you repent of all your sins and everything about you is God and God and God and nothing but God. Everything about you is holy as God is holy. Your advantage position position to, to receive that power and that endowment of power. You must desire the fire. You must desire the fire of the Holy Ghost upon your life this year as we are going. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. See, when the Holy Spirit is working, as he's working here right now, because Christ Jesus has given us the endowment of power by, the, by praying the Father in heaven, and the Father released the Holy Ghost upon us. And the Holy Spirit is here on earth, even exactly, and at the same way that Christ was on earth here, the Holy Spirit is here. He wants to endure you. He's here. He wants to empower you. Hallelujah. And when the Holy Spirit comes in, all this that was written and prophesied that will happen will be your portion. There will be liberty. There will be, and, and this year will be an acceptable year of the Lord, of the Lord in your life. And it will also become the, day, the, 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 days, of, the days and year of vengeance of our God in order to yes. comfort you. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. In order to comfort you and to comfort anyone that mourn. And he will also appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes. Every tear shall be rolled away by the Spirit of the Lord in the name of Jesus. He will give oil of joy for every morning in the name of Jesus. And he will grant the garment of praise. For the spirit, instead of the spirit of heaviness, that you and I may be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that God in your life might be glorified. Hallelujah. It is all by the spirit of the Lord. He said in verse 4 also, he said, And they shall build the old wastes, they shall raise up the foundation with the form of desolation, and they shall repair the waste cities. And desolation of many generations. When the Holy Spirit is there, this is these are the effects of the presence or and the power of the Holy Spirit. Why? And what are those? Uh, the, those uh, 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 the, the readiness of yours to receive that power will make that change that is written here or that are written here. Hallelujah! You will build the old waste places. Everything that have been wasted, every years that have been wasted before, will be restored back. Every glory of those years will be brought back. When the Spirit of the Lord comes and comes into action in your life, be, begin the action in your life. This is the reason when the Lord spoke to us that today is another Pentecost. What happened to them in the day of Pentecost was that they, 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 I mean, before the day of Pentecost 
I mean to the day of Pentecost was that they were afraid of being killed. They were in fear. They were oppressed by fear, with fear. They locked themselves in fear of what can happen from, from outside against them. But when the Holy Spirit came, what did they do? They went out preaching everywhere because the power came. Hallelujah. And people that they were... and. Do you know there was fear also? It's true. The fear that they were they, they were afraid about was there because of the way they killed their master. But when the Holy Spirit comes uh, into the world, all the power that makes that fear works was I mean was made I mean was made I mean, to, 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 to be it was it made it was it made it to to vanish away and fear in the atmosphere was gone and boldness entered into them and because of the presence of the holy spirit you know you know the way the holy spirit came he came with physical fire and the holy spirit that came with physical fire rested on each one of them meaning that immediately the power enter inside all the fear outside all the trouble eyes outside must succumb to the power of the lord if the Spirit of the Lord is upon you and come upon you, you will go out to places where you have where you have been hated before or where you have been threatened before and the Lord will silence the powers there in the name of Jesus. This is what will happen to, we, to you this year. The Lord wants to baptize you with his fire. He wants to baptize you with his grace. Hallelujah. And he said also that when he come, the Holy Spirit come upon you, everything that you have lost in the past, will be restored because he said he will he will he will he will, he will, he will build the old waste the old waste the old wastes can you listen to that he, and they shall build the old wastes all that have been wasted in the past that's verse four all the all those things that we have we 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 we, we struggle to have we pray to have we work faster to have and there was emptiness, as if we have never even prayed and fasted. God said this year, is, we are going to, be, by the Spirit of the Lord, upon us, all those old wastes shall be built up unto what? Unto reality. Divine reality, where there will be possibilities in the name of Jesus. They shall raise up the foundation, the, the former desolation. And they shall repair the waste cities and desolation of many generations. So shall it be in the name of Jesus. The anointing of the Lord is upon you. The grace of the Lord is upon you. Verse 5. And the stranger shall stand and feed your flock. And the sons of the aliens, alien, shall be your plowmen and your vine dresser. All those, all those, all those forces that have been claiming to be something in our lives before, they were strangers to our miracles. They were strangers to our, to, 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 to our blessings. They were strangers to our salvation. They were strangers to our healings. But the Lord said, they, by the power of the Holy Spirit, they will even surrender unto God in your life to even walk for, walk for God in your life. Amen. All those enemies, all those forces, all those men that are that are standing on the way before, they were strangers to your to your miracle, to everything that the Lord wants you to have and to receive. 
the Lord said in his word and by his spirit that all of them shall walk for your favor and the favor of having everything that God has desired. We are not, we are only reading the word of the Lord and interpreting the mind of the Lord that is written here. And as we are doing it, we, as we are saying this, it will not fall to the ground, but it shall be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. But ye shall be named the priest of the Lord, and men shall call you the ministers of our God. Ye shall, I mean, hallelujah, ye shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory shall ye boast, because the Spirit of the Lord is upon you. When the Spirit of the Lord is upon you, this is what will happen. But before all this happen, I want us to conclude that message that she is ministry. So after that, after the concluding that message that she's ministry, then we will now pray. You will now begin to see why you must be filled with the fire of the Holy Spirit this year. Why the Holy Spirit must work in your life. I'm only, I only come in here right now so that you will to steer your feet to receive that spirit. I put in all these words that I just read for you to understand why you must task for that spirit of God. Because there must be changes in your life. Over, over to you, ma. God bless you. Continue. Thank you so much for that. Continue. Hallelujah. All we're doing is for them to task. All we're doing is for their faith yeah. to be fired. And they are through that faith and task, they will receive it today in Jesus' name. Amen. We will receive more too in Jesus' name. Amen. So I just, I've talked about the wind. I just want to talk about the yeah. tongues of fire. Yeah. When the Bible talks about fire, let's quickly see Malachi 3. If that fire is not in vain, mm. the word touched on my anointed, do my prophet no harm, will come to pass by the time you receive the fire of God. Amen. Amen. The, the enemy they are not coming near you. They are not insult you. They are not molest you. Yeah. Amalekai three three, and he shall sit as a refiner, a purifier of silver. Yeah. He shall purify the sons of Levi, and pour them as gold and silver. It's, yes. That they may offer unto the Lord and offering a righteousness. Yeah. For then shall the offering of Judah and Jerusalem be pleasant unto the Lord, as in the days of old, and as in the former years. Mm. Huh. And five, and I will come near to you to judgment, and I will be a shift, a shift witness against the sorcerers, yeah. and against the adulterers, Amen. By the spirit of the Lord, yeah. And against those that oppress the early in the wages, mm. and the widow, and the fatherless, and that turn aside the stranger into his strife, and fear not, Mister the Lord of hosts. Mm. What we are saying here is that when the when the Holy Spirit enter, and all that He has been saying is happening, please where the you read fire that? Fire too will be doing some things. Where did you read that just now, please? Malachi 3, 3 yeah. to 5, sir. Right. Thank you, ma. So what I'm saying in essence is that it's beyond what you can imagine what the band, what the spirit and the fire will do in your life. Yeah. They will turn you to no-go area mm -hmm. for the enemy. Amen. Every oppressing demon from your first generation, from your first ascensor, 
to you and beyond to your descendants that will now start to fear you. Yeah. Because you become the apple of God's eye. Whosoever touches the apple of his eye sees his rod. Yes. Some strong might not tell you my prophet arm is in place. Mm. By the time you receive baptism of Holy Ghost and fire. Mm. And that is happening in somebody's life now in the name of Jesus. Amen. You see, the fire will purge and burn away the shaft. Everything that is debilitating and that prevents you and me from becoming what God created us to be. That fire will burn them away. Amen. Be it forces from the, the first ascension to the last, or any angelic, any agent of the devil, or any power from anywhere, the fire will burn them up as shaft in your life. And as I burning them off, the fire will now refine you. You know, when you when you take gold or silver from the mud, it will only be shiny aspects. But by the time you, you pass them through refinery, through fire, and remove the mud, everything will shine forth. So as the fire is heating up every power disturbing your life, not to be what God creates you to be, disturbing you not to do what God wants you to do, it will also be refining you to be your best for God. You will come out as a pure metal to the best usage of the Lord, and so shall it be. Amen. Pray this prayer. Spirit of the living God, Spirit fall afresh God. on me. Fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. So that I will be usable in the hand of my God. So that I will be usable in the hands of my God. when the coal of fire, when the coal of fire comes from the altar of God and touch Isaiah's lips in Isaiah 6. Yes. As the fire is purging and burning away every sharp, disturbing you not to be what God wants you to be, preventing you not to do what God asks you to do, all the power will be oppressing your life in any way, limiting your progress, limiting your fruitfulness, limiting your use, usability. As they are burning off a sharp, you shall be re refined to be a vessel of honor in the hand of God, to bless your generation. Amen. And so shall it be now in the name of Jesus. Amen. And this, this, as you have refined, the Holy Spirit in you and the fire, we, we kindle, we rekindle the love of God in your heart. We spread it abroad. You, it will be easy for you to give, to give, and the more you give, the more you are having. The more you give, the more you are having. It is the Holy Spirit that take you out of, uh, what do they call it? Is it meanness? Somebody hawking, somebody holding on to something too much. The more you hold to yourself, the more poorer you are. But by the time the fire of the Holy Spirit burns these things out of your life, and the Holy Spirit enables your heart, to, it, will, it, will, it will bring abundance into your life. You now live abundantly as Jesus wanted to be. I've come to give you life and to give you abundance. You are all around you. It will be abundance, abundance of life, abundance of everything, fruitfulness, everything. Then the, you will be a giver, and your hands will ever be on top. And the more you give, the more you accumulate God's uh, 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 abundance. And uh, you'll be more, in your Christian life, you'll be more consistent. It will be easy for you to forgive, to love all and the rest. And the speaking in tongue that accompanying it. Do you know in, I think in 1 Corinthians 14, when you speak in tongue, you are, people call it, People say you are communicating in ways beyond human understanding. 
Some people say it is wise or intelligent language, except the interpreter interpreted. But do you know when you speak in tongue, you are destroying the kingdom of God the fattest way, and you are doing it the most destructive way, unlike when you speak in understanding. So these are the things you must desire for. And as we are speaking it now into your life and your hearing, as your heart is desiring, as you're tasting and expecting earnestly, all these things will happen in your life. All the powers Amen. that have been limiting you, that have been that have been that, that have been debilitating and preventing you from becoming what God created you to be, mm. they are burnt off as fire and shaft in Jesus' name. Amen. Everything that is preventing you to be usable in the hand of God, to be a blessing to your family, to be a blessing to your children, to your husband, to your wife, to everybody around you and to your generation. As they are being born away by, by a shaft now, yeah. because the Holy Spirit comes upon you in Jesus' name, that we are baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. As that is happening now, you are refined to be a vessel of honor, Amen. to be a blessing to your generation Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So speaking in tongues is more than what people think. And those that can interpret it will always say you are praising God. You too may not understand what you're saying. You are praising God. In that praise, God will inhabit your praise according to Psalm 22, 3, and perform wonders. Destroy the kingdom of hell, destroy the works of the devil and darkness, and lift you above mm. such that you are not touchable again. Mm. God bless you. All these signs that accompany the baptism of Holy Spirit and uh, fire tongues, they are, they are mighty things to do wonders for God and to receive great rewards beyond. The, by the, in the name of Jesus, as, the, as Paul leads us into prayer now, we shall experience Pentecost today. Amen. God has called it Pentecost that day, so shall it be in our lives. Amen. As many as have before, you will have more to the overflowing. Amen. The Holy Spirit will overflow you so that you become mobile tent for God and all his attributes. Amen. As many as I receive for the first time, you you are getting the river of life flowing out of your belly to heal all things. Amen. You become blessing unto others. Amen. You will never be the same again. Amen. To you, sir. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Welcome, Daddy. Name is Daddy. Yeah, we thank God. Uh, this where what where, what are, what the Holy Spirit is really driving at for us this day, that we should understand. As we read it in Isaiah chapter sixty-one, Jesus Christ was. Well, it was prophesied about Jesus Christ by Isaiah ever before it. He comes to the world, and now he has he has come, and he has been anointed, and by the anointing he did all that was here that was written about his ministry by the Spirit of the Lord and by the anointing upon upon his head. When he was here, he I mean physically he healed. He set free, he delivered, he saved, he, he, he gave he, he give joy to those who are mourning. But all these things must be fulfilled in our lives as well. Yes. If Jesus Christ yes. did all this and is not yet fulfilled, then the ministry of Jesus Christ is not, is not yet fulfilled in our lives and it must be fulfilled. 
if we are going to announce all those things that Christ, Christ Jesus did for us in this, on the cross of Calvary, it is by the Spirit of God. When he told the disciple never to leave that place, I mean Jerusalem, on, until they are endued with power. We want to send, we want the Lord to send us into this new year with his power. So that there will be nothing like references of miracles that we have not received after the end of the year. Because when the Holy Spirit came upon them then, it was then they were able to achieve the divine purpose and the eternal purpose of God for mankind. And the Lord also wants us to achieve for him. Do you know that all those things that God wants to do in your life, it will earn him miracle, it will earn him glory? All those miracles that you are praying about, it is for God's glory. And by the Spirit of the Lord, it will happen. I have read when she was, I mean, when I just brought it, and I brought in some word in order to make you that you are hearing this word to be attached for the Holy Ghost. He said, the Holy Spirit is here right now. And Jesus Christ. Has been it has been prophesied about him that he will anoint because he was anointed, he will anoint, and that there shall go to be liberty, there shall be there shall be binding of the broken hearted, there shall be releases from the prisons, and said there shall be it, it, there shall be proclamation of what of the acceptable year of the Lord, yes. and there is going to be vengeance of our God this year and that the Lord will comfort all that mourn by the same anointing mm -hmm. and he will appoint unto them that mourn in Zion he will give them beauty for ashes and garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness whatever sorrow, whatever problem they are coming under this fire of the Holy Ghost right now he said that they might be called the tree of righteousness I have read it before and I'm still saying it that verse 4 says, yeah, man, let, me, let me finish that, that they may be called the planting of the Lord, that God might be glorified. And when God is glorified, it's until God is glorified about your case. You see, your case is not, it, 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 it will remain as problem and as mountain for you. But God said by his spirit now that is, that is coming upon us, that the Holy Spirit is, that, that God is pouring upon us, that the Holy Spirit himself is ready to act upon, yes, there is going to be a change in your life in the name of Jesus. But without the Spirit of the Lord, nothing will happen. According to the book of, uh, uh, of, of Isaiah chapter 32, verse 9 to 15. I mean, I will not read all that, but let me just read a little bit of it to you before we begin to pray because we only have, I mean, about 10 minutes to pray. He said, uh, uh, let me pick a little verse 9 Last up ye women that are at ease hear my voice ye careless daughter give ear to my speech hmm? there have been many days and many years of disappointment before like verse 10 confirms many days and years shall ye be troubled ye careless women for the vintage shall fail the garden shall not come tremble what does that mean be alert, be ready, be, 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 be thirsty. Yes, be, be angry in your spirit and in your heart. 
that not again this year there must be a change in my life there must be progress in my time in this year he said many days and years shall ye trouble ye careless women if you are not if if you are i mean i know you are not you are not a careless one that the bible is talking about here he said uh, for the vintage shall fail the garden shall, shall not come listen to me tremble ye women that are at ease be troubled ye careless ones strip you and make you bare and guard sackcloth upon your loin they he said, he said but he said verse 13 let me jump to verse 13 upon he said mm, no I, I don't want to read that one let because of time let's go to verse 14 he said because the palaces shall be forsaken the multitude of the city shall be shall be, shall be left the forts and towers shall be for dens forever a joy of wild asses a pasture of flocks until the spirit be poured upon us until the spirit be poured upon us from on high that is the gap all those things that will be all those things will be that we read from verse 9 to 14 but when the spirit of god comes upon us everything that had been that had been existing, existing before negatively shall be removed that is what the holy spirit is saying unto you until the spirit be poured upon us and the wilderness be a fruitful field and the fruitful field be counted as be counted for a forest then judgment shall dwell in the wilderness and righteousness remain the fruitful field and the work of righteousness shall be peace and the effect of righteousness quietness and assurance forever and my people shall dwell in a peaceable habitation and in a sure dwellings and in quiet resting places hallelujah even this year we may not know what we what what what, what, what we transpire as problem generally in our countries or in our around us but when the spirit is at work and we are baptized with this fire and the power of the lord comes upon us the Bible said, everything shall be peaceful. There shall be fruitfulness. There shall be progresses. Hallelujah. So, I want us to begin to pray right now. Holy Spirit, I need you. In my journey this year. Holy Ghost, I need you in my journey this year. I need you in my journey this year. Holy Ghost, what can I do without you this year? What change can I have without you this year? Holy Spirit, come upon me. Holy Spirit of God. But before the Holy Spirit come upon you, you must have, you must, you, 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 you must repent of your sin if you, are st- if you are still a sinner. But I believe we are not talking to sinners here today. Because this message is not meant for sinners. It's meant for holy ones. It's meant for the people of God. It's meant for families that are prepared with God to have change this year. Those that have known the Lord. But this year... You want progress. You want the Lord to move you ahead. Ask for the Holy Ghost. As we are committing you to the Holy Ghost right now. I'm committing you. We are committing you to the Holy Ghost right now. By the blood of the Lamb. That the Holy Spirit will treat you. More than the prayer that we are going to pray here at this time. We are going to. We are leaving you now to the hand of the Holy Ghost. To treat you. 
and to tune you to your miracle. In the name of Jesus, that the Holy Spirit will baptize you and the grace of the Lord will come upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. To make it through this year and to win through this year by the Spirit of the Lord. We receive for you the fire and the anointing of the Holy Ghost upon your life right now. Upon your head right now. Let the anointing of the Holy Spirit come upon you. You will break through this year. You will skate through this year. You will, you, will, you, you will be restored this year by the Spirit of the Lord. Every hopeless situation in your life this year shall meet with the divine hands of the Lord for a change. In the name of Jesus. And we declare that in our families, there's going to be visitations of the Lord. The, the power and the might of the Lord will attend unto us. In the name of Jesus Christ, we shall dwell in a peaceable habitation this year by the presence and the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. We declare that in the name of Jesus, the dimension to which the enemy will attack us this year, Lord, we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit above that dimension. In the name of Jesus. The dimension of every challenges that we are going to have to, uh, this year, we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit above those dimensions. Whatever level of, 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 of challenges that we are going to have this year and beyond this year, we receive the power that supersedes, the power that overwhelms every, every challenges of our lives and every situation we find ourselves in. In the name of Jesus, we release fire for, 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 for this year. We release, we release only fire and only ghost fire upon the head of everyone for this year. That this year, in the name of Jesus, we will enjoy the fullness of the power of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We will enjoy the fullness of the power of the winnings of the Holy Ghost. In, in us and through us. In the name of Jesus Christ. That today, we are declaring as from now. As we are ending this program right now. Lord, Every problems in our life we met under the fire and the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. It is not by power, it is not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord, says the word of the Lord. Not by might this year, not by might, not by power, but by the spirit of the Lord. By the might of the spirit of the Lord, we will win through this year. We will skate through this year in the name of Jesus. The enemies in our lives shall be silenced this year. And the Lord shall be glorified in our lives this year in the name of Jesus Christ. We receive fire and the power of the Holy Spirit throughout this year from January unto December. In the name of Jesus, the fire of the Holy Spirit will baptize us. The glory of the Lord will come upon our lives. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be in Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. We believe that the Lord has blessed us. We don't have much time. We pray that the Lord God Almighty will help you by his spirit to pray further. We are praying, we are challenging you this day that only what you, well, I mean, to, to, uh, with, with this word, that only what will make you to skate through this year winning and overcoming is this is the power of the Holy Ghost. Ask for it. Be thirsty for it according to what you have heard. 
and be baptized. You see, the baptism of yesteryear is not enough for this year. Receive and receive and receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Worship the Lord. Fill your praise, fill your life with praises and with worships, with, with worshiping the Lord this year. That is where the Holy Ghost gather. Because when they gather in the Holy on the on the uh, on the uh, on the uh, uh, the upper room on those days, it was worship and praises and prayer that they were doing. Let fill your moment and your days and your time this year with that, and then you will see the ignition and the power of the Holy Spirit upon your life. I believe by the word of the Lord in the name of Jesus. The Lord shall be your strength throughout this year. Once again, we commit you to the power of the Holy Ghost this year. You will skate through in the name of Jesus. You will skate through in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit and the grace of the Lord in the name of Jesus. We, we attend unto you in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. To God be the honor. We thank God for your life. Yes, uh, intercessory prayer. We were sending invites to you, but you couldn't enter. But now we are ending the program right now. Hallelujah. We pray that the Lord God Almighty will make you to we aid you to join us again on Saturday. By the grace of the Lord, we are going to have another time in the presence of the Lord at uh at our in our meeting there. In our next meeting there, the Lord bless you in Jesus' name. God bless, God bless everyone that have listened to us and that have joined the studio. God bless you all in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Bye for now. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm.